Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. Oh, this new crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, holy shit, that was crazy. Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, presented by TLR Coatings. We are here. We are doing 250 outdoor preview. I'm excited for this. We're going to argue. I think I'm more excited about the 250 class, honestly, than the 450 class. You know what I'm seeing on the TV right now? Okay, this is last year. But in all, in all seriousness, before we get into that, because it will, are we in agreement that, and I know we talk about this every year, we do it with the 450 We're class. We're skipping right ahead. Hold on, let's do this. No, right? I don't want, no. <laughs> cool, let's no, 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 no. I was going to say, get it started. Is this? The most stacked 250 field we I think we've seen in a long time. Just like every year, yeah. No, I know we say that every year, but like, okay, think about it. Years past, you could probably say it's 15 to 20 deep, and then the rest are usually privateers and local guys. Go ahead. Uh, local guys, and maybe, what, six to eight guys really theoretically could win a moto, whereas this year, I feel like there's 25 guys deep, and maybe 12 guys can win a moto. Sure. How many did you count? 27. 27. And now, keep in mind, everybody, there are guys that are still on the men from Supercross injuries. So, some of them might be back at Thunder Valley or High Point. Some maybe at Southwick or Redbud. But at some point, unless, obviously, other guys get hurt, all these guys we're about to name will be on the line together. And it's it's not like years past where you can just get a bad start and work your way through. I mean, you're no. going to you're gonna struggle if you get a 25th place start. No. Before I forget, before we go any farther, we had another donation on Patreon. Yes! Joe Shearer? Oh, long time yeah, viewer. Yeah. Long Thank time you. commenter. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, Joe. I saw that the other day. I will have a package in the mail for you this week. It won't be anything giant. Maybe I'll wrap, maybe I'll wrap you up and send you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you can have a friend. What is that, like a $500 fucking shipping fee? I don't care. Send a friend. <laughs> um, buy a friend or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, um, so yeah, so thank you, Joe. You, If anyone else wants to donate on Patreon, there will be a link down below in the mm -hmm. description. There will be Teespring links. I'm working on some different t-shirt deals, trying my best. You can follow us on Facebook or on Instagram. Um... There's also Amazon links down there that you can go on and click. And if you click through those and buy anything on Amazon, we get a small slice. And we're back at it here. So 250 outdoor. Let's start with smaller. The smaller. Well, well I don't want to be rude and say smaller teams, but let's be real. The Some teams with less guys. Yes. That yes. aren't that aren't bringing four dudes to the track. One guy. <laughs> <laughs> so first up, Rocky Mountain Fantasy ATBMC KTM. It's orange bike guys. Bubba the or the other Bubba orange, Burger. The other orange team. Bubba Burger. Bubba Gump. Shrimp Company. Um, you ever had a bubble burger? No. We should try some. We should. We should. Next week. Yep, maybe yeah. we get them to sponsor us. Yeah, maybe. They're looking. I mean, they're... I'm going to DM them on Instagram do this it. week. And be like, hey, we do this motocross show. We want to... Yeah, I'll do that. Do I'll it. I'll do that. If anybody from Bubba Burger is watching, mm -hmm. we would love a package of Bubba Burgers to try. Exactly. We'll promote the shit out of that. For one episode. All right. Unless you send us two packages, you might get two, two episodes. All right, Dakota Alex. If they're shit, you'll get no episodes. Dakota Alex, uh... Kind of... Yank starts. Pretty... Yank starts. I think he's going to struggle because I think after riding that 450 last year, I think he got a, he's going to get a little bit uh, complacent on that 250. And, uh, yeah, I think he's going to maybe go into some of his old ways of lugging the bike too much. Percentage pie that he takes half the field out at the start on Hangtown. That was Josh Osby. <laughs> 
in Arlington, and he will not be in in America this year. Oh, he'll be in Canada. That's right, I forgot. Uh, well, he still has a reputation for well, yeah, he's first like, corner incidents. He's like five foot six, one hundred and twenty five pounds. So you know, percentage pie, he takes half the field out at Hangtown. At Hangtown, he might do it in practice. <laughs> okay, great, cool. Um, what do you think, though? I mean, a twenty fifth, twelfth to twenty fifth place guy. I mean, in all actuality, his sprint speed really isn't even that good so like i don't really he gets good starts he gets good starts which you're gonna need but i'm not so sure he right. can hang with a lot of these 30 guys. minutes a long time to go backwards it is it is so i'm my best finish for him i think will be 20th i don't think he's gonna do much better than that. i mean don't get me wrong the guy's gonna ride circles around me if we show up at the track together but i mean you put him against some other pros and i mean eh, well here yeah. we are yeah well he's at the back end of that so, uh, anywho, uh, the other small team, Rock River, coming out. Uh, Hayden, Hayden Melross. Hayden Melross. And Brandon Hart. Is that confirmed? Confirmed? That is confirmed. Confirmed. He, confirmed, he confirmed press yeah. release confirmed? Yeah, it's okay. confirmed. It's confirmed. So, Melross coming out uh, with them, replacing Bradley Taft on that team. Do you know what happened? Uh, there was some beef. We're not, we're not going to speculate, but I know a little bit, and there was some uh, should disagreement. We, should we call people and see if we can bury the beef, or... <laughs> No pun intended. With the All the puns intended with, uh, with Barry and the Beef. Yeah, Bradley Taft will not be on this team. Uh, we might talk about him a little bit later, but uh, Hayden Melross, uh, he's a good outdoor rider. I mean, I think... Never seen him ride out there, then I'm not going to... He's top three over in Australia, so I mean, I... Sure. Probably top that makes guy. him like a top 30 dude here. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, no, he's good. Um, the best thing really he has going for him is, is his stamina. He doesn't really get tired, but once again, guys, this class is super stacked. But uh, Brandon Hartrath, though, a little bit more expectation for this kid. Top 15, dude. All day long. I honestly think that if he needs to get his starts under control. Yes. He was not a great starter as an amateur. His starts in Supercross were average, but he is a bigger guy. Um, I think that he will get a lot of top 15s, maybe a few top 10s if he can get some starts. But I don't think he'll ever be outside the top 20 to moan unless it's bike grenades. Probably I mean, not. Big, he's big. He's strong. He loves it when it gets rough. But can I put this out there? Bro. Tone down the I'm a badass, whatever you're putting out there, because I've seen some interviews and, you know, whatever, <laughs> even his picture. It's that New Jersey thing, bro. He's from Jersey. I don't care. Tone he it tries. down, bro. You ride dirt bikes for he, a living. He limit. tries, man. He's like, we're badass too. enough. We ride dirt bikes. That's <laughs> cool, bro. Like, you don't have to keep putting it out there. You're not impressing any of us. Your riding's impressive. Mm -hmm. Your attitude-ish, I mean, you seem like an okay guy. I never met the kid, so I can't, you know, judge too far. But I'm just like, dude, like, we don't need all of that, okay? It kind of sucks for him, too, because there's a lot of rookies. Now, I know Chase Sexton just won the Supercross Rookie Award, but technically yeah. he's not a rookie in motocross, so he can't really win, you know, get any, you know, accolades there. But uh, still bet this kid wins the Rookie of the Year outdoors, though. I think, well, he's going to be really hard to beat. Uh, I bet he beats him. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, it's tough though. He's hard wrapped. I think he, it's kind of how his career's gone. He got overshadowed a lot as an amateur and stuff because he was racing with a lot of kids that were older than him. A la Ryan Dungey. Yes. But Brandon Hartford <laughs> will be good. The kid's going to have a good career if he stays healthy because, like I said, he's big, he's strong, you know, he manhandles the bike and stuff. So, uh, look out for him, especially when we go to sand tracks. Sure. Okay. Is that it? Any yep. more on those small teams? Nope. Nope. We're moving on. Great. <laughs> okay. First team up here. JGR. I'm sorry. I just the J, the JGR team man just continues like they you know what in all in, in all reality they have a pretty good lineup especially with a rookie coming in but I mean dude you're paying these guys a lot of money and they're gonna it's gonna be a struggle this summer. So why don't you talk about Lopes because I don't know anything about this kid. 
Enzo Lopes, uh, Brazilian kid. I think he's won six or seven amateur national championships, uh, like a multitude of Brazilian championships. Kid's got outright speed, I'll tell you that right now. He doesn't use his brain too much. He, uh, he's he got good racecraft. He's really smooth. But he's one of those kids that when he gets caught up in the moment, he can push the pace a little bit too hard. But I will say this. There's times in the past couple of years, even at the big nationals, uh, even dating back to when him and Forkner rode together a little bit before Forkner went pro, Enzo Lopes would have the fastest lap by about two seconds. He's just one of those kids that can put in heaters, which I think will be good for him because I don't really know where his stamina is right now. He's had about, a, what, two weeks, I think, since the press release came out to get ready for this. So sure. he's been back to JGR at the compound. Um, so I don't really know if his stamina is going to be 35, 35 minutes ready. But uh, if this kid yanks some holies, dude, it's, it's going to be hard to get around him for a good four or five laps. But then after that, he might just hit the wall and go backwards like Fading a into oblivion. Yes. But he's fast. I will give him that. He's going to be one of those kids that you're going to be looking at the practice sheet, and then after the qualifiers are over with, and you're like, oh, Enzo's sixth fastest. Didn't see that one coming. Hmm. And then he'll be like, you know, in the teens come moto time. But he is, he puts in heaters, man. He is fast. I'll give the kid that. But I don't really know how he's going to do, because his career, like I said, has been so up and down. I'll just go with yes, because I don't I don't know anything about You'll like that. watching him ride, though. I don't know if you've ever even seen videos of him ride. When you yeah. watch him, you'll like watching him ride. He's got good style. Okay. Um, and, uh, Next up, Jimmy D. When is he supposed to come back? Uh, well, he literally just started riding like a week ago, so he probably won't be back till the halfway point. High point. If dude, it might it might even be later than that. To be honest with you, after what he did, Red Bud. It's possible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? It's gonna be a struggle, in my opinion. Dude, how do you think he would have done had he not got hurt? Had he not got hurt, what? dude, that's so hard to say because who knows how Supercross would have continued yeah, to go that's for true. him. I mean, he was building and he was podiumed, and dude, I think he's gonna be if he's a top twenty dude. I think it's a win for him at this point. And we both like Jimmy D. I so do. it's like it's, I like it's, yeah. I like Jimmy D. But man, dude, there's just so many guys on this list we gotta go through here and coming back off the bench mm -hmm. and yeah, especially dude. if you get thrown in a red bud as yep. your first round. Yeah. If he does bad this year, which I don't even know what their expectations would be, Coy and J-Bone, if he struggles really bad, how hard is it for him to get a ride next year? Really effing hard. It's you think he has to buy a team like traders? You think he has to buy a team? Okay, because I agree too. Mm -hmm. So Justin Hill, because I don't agree with everything you just said. I don't really have any more to add to that because I, I agree. I think if he gets in the top 20 a few motos, I think it's a win for Jimmy D. So Justin Hill. Oh, God. Dude, it's just... Um, <laughs> so you want me to just tell you, he's a... It's been a lot like last year. 15th to 30th place guy outdoors here, and we'll just on, move on. More like 22nd to 28th. Um, yeah. no, I think I think we all know the spot that Hill's in right now. I think he just wants to be off that bike and wants to be on a 450. Um, do you think at, at any point, though, that he has a couple motos like he did last year at Redbud, where if he does get a good start and he's feeling it? Because I think that that was even all shock to us. Because that moto red butt, I think, why he was running like third for 18 minutes or whatever, and then I'm getting like fifth or sixth or whatever that second moto. Um, I think he'll have a flash of brilliance here and there because Justin Hill still is one of the most talented dudes out there. But I think that it's going to be much like last year. Just you're going to forget that he's even out there, especially on that bike. More than likely, yes. So it's unfortunate too, because mm -hmm. it's like, dude, he's going to get paid all this money next year on a 450, and he hasn't. He got he got one win this year in Supercross. Yeah. And so. Yeah. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a yeah. struggle, guys. Anything else about JGR before no. we move on? Because I don't have anything to say. Because no. there's not a lot of hope there. Nope. Okay, great. We'll move on. Next team. <laughs>
next team up, Star Yamaha. Well, hold on. Let's correctly state this. Monster Energy, Yamalube, Yamaha Financing, Blue Crew, Yamaha. Yamaha. So they're on the Yamaha bike. So anyways, who do you want to start off with? Do you want to start off with a question mark? Yes, because we haven't heard a press release on this yet, No, I've only heard rumblings. So rumblings are Bradley Taft is going to ride for Star here. And that's going to basically take over for Mitchell Oldenburg because he's torn ACL ACL again. Yeah, so Oldenburg's out for the summer here, basically. So possibly Taft coming in to fill that bike spot, but Taft is fast. Is that weird to you that he got fired from Rock River and now another Yamaha team is going to hire him? Well, I think it has partly to do with the fact that he trains with Justin Cooper and Aaron Plessinger. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've they've literally been riding outdoors together for like a month now. Okay, well, that makes sense then, I guess. He's fast, though. Yeah. Taft is one of those kids that, I mean, he had good rides last year and stuff before he got hurt. Taft is very fast. Taft is one of those kids that I think that if he can stay on two wheels, he can be a top ten guy every moto. But he's very injury prone. Very, very injury prone. Like half the dudes on here. Yes, yes. He's very injury prone. So I will say this because it's not confirmed, but there is rumblings. It could be a possibility because Oldenburg might not come back until way late in the year. If Taft races, I think he'll get a couple top 10 motos. But we have no idea really what's going to happen there. So it's just a possibility. That's kind of up in the air. Yeah. So, um, do they have a. Did we miss someone on this team? Did no, they, that's they, literally. That's do they, have a, they don't have a rookie coming in? Uh, no, I guess if you want to call Justin Cooper a rookie. Okay. I mean, he only raced, what, three rounds last year? Two, no, maybe three, yeah. Yeah, two or three. For Unadilla. Unadilla, and then from there. So let's start with Justin Cooper. What do you think is going to happen here? <laughs> Dude, if everything that I keep hearing about Justin Cooper... Bro, he's so fast. 2018 outdoor champion. So fast, bro. Oh, my God. Okay, so me, me and Travis are being jackasses right now because I don't know if any, if, if you guys don't know this... Every year this happens, Supercross Outdoors, weeks before the first round. So Everybody's fast. going so fast. So fast, bro. J-Bart is spanking Tomac at the practice track exactly. right now on his 250. Yes. Spanking him. Because this is all I keep hearing is... So fast, bro. And it, you know what? It didn't help, but I don't know if, if AP was just doing this to give a little get people going, but AP goes in... Yeah, man, he's hard to beat right now. He uh, he could be a champion one day. So I think AP was kind of, you know, prodding the fire. Uh, Cooper's going to be good, but, man. Where do you place him in the field? If he's not top 15 every moto, I'd be really surprised, to be honest with you. I and think that was right where I was going to put him. I think he's good, but I don't think he's as good as everybody thinks. You know, everybody. Look, he did great at Unadilla, but let's be real. That was a mud. That was a monsoon oh, moto. Oh, yes. That I don't count. That. And look what happened when he went to Ironman, I think. When he went to Ironman in Bud's Creek, you know, he got a bad start at Bud's Creek, worked his way in the top ten. <clears throat> and then three rounds in, when he realized even just for those three rounds, the grind of having to ride every day, then be on a plane, race, get back on a plane, ride, he was like top 15, mm-hmm. you know, both motos. So Cooper's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. He's a very talented kid. But I don't have all these high expectations that most people do. I think he will be, I'll put it this way, when all these guys that come back for star, if they all are on the line together, I think he will be the slowest star guy. I'll put it that way. Sure. So. Sure. Top 15. What about Colt Nichols? I don't know, dude. I don't know either, man. I mean, maybe, He wrote good last year. Maybe like a top 12, dude. Maybe. I mean, he got some, what? He got a couple top fives last year. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely up there. His name was up there a lot. He just so. can't stop getting hurt. That is also a thing. I don't know, dude. I like and I like Colt Nichols too, so I don't really know where to place him. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Let's move past him. Let's okay. just move on. 
you want to talk about Oldenburg for a second? Because if he comes back, because I think Oldenburg... No, because we don't know if he's going to come back true. for outdoors, so I don't want to waste the time. All right, Frenchie. Frenchie, it, when is he coming back? When I've heard he Thunder here? Valley. Okay, so three rounds in. Because right? his, his, yeah, his jaw is still pretty screwed up. Well, that's what happens when you crash yes. hard. Frenchie, though. Are, are we are we confident in Frenchie? Because I am. Not really. Really? The, see, Hangtown? You, I mean, I know you didn't I see know. the beginning here the, where they highlighted the first moto, but... Dude, I mean, he didn't even make it through the first moto last yeah, year. And outdoors that, is supposed to be his thing. But look what happened to Glenn Helen. Went out and won. He won the second moto. I guess. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith yet until he starts. We don't. Okay, we'll go back to this like we did in Supercross. I don't have the data to say, yes, this is going to be awesome. Uh, my data points are, well, he did all right at Glen Helen. But at Hangtown... He fucking jumped half of about a 55-foot tabletop mm -hmm. and wadded his shit up hard and didn't know where the hell he was. <laughs> like, he was more of a squid on that jump than I have ever rode like a squid, <laughs> and I've only been riding for three years. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, dude. Like, there's there's a tabletop like that at Redbud that I, I jumped that same distance every single... Actually, there's two of them that I jumped that I same know. distance. And I have not yet <laughs> packed the front end in <laughs> just I smashed myself into the ground. So, I, dude, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have data on it. I don't have to, I know he comes from Europe, and he was mm -hmm. good outdoors in Europe, but I, I don't know. I'll put it this way. I think that if he can come back healthy, depending on, I think it's going to take him a few rounds since he has been off for what? It's been two months now, right? Yeah. Two months since Atlanta. Yeah. He's been off for two months. Give him a few rounds. Frenchie was one of my, um, he was one of my dark horses for the championship because I think. For this year? Yes. Before he got hurt. Oh. Before he got hurt. Okay. He was right. one of my, yeah. Before he got hurt. Well, look how well he did his first yeah. rounds in Supercross. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. You know, he, but then obviously, you know, breaking your jaw and screwing up your arm and stuff. Um, I think that he could be a guy that's going to be in the top five when he gets healthy. Uh, but once again, you know, you're coming into the middle of the year, possibly, or a quarter way in at least, which kind of sucks because it looked out to be a, such a promising year. Now it might just be a wash because of injuries. Yep. Um, so that'll be to be seen, but I think that he could get top fives when he comes back healthy. Sure. It's just, I won't argue that. It's just really hard. Yep. And then the last guy on the team, AP. Big hopes. <laughs> got the monkey off his back and won a championship. What? I'm nervous. Why? What if he's got... What if, what he doesn't have championship syndrome. What if he does? He's not like that, dude. What if he does? He does not like that. What if he does? What part That's of... That's what I'm nervous about. Okay, but let me ask you. What part of Aaron Plessinger's no give, don't give a fuck attitude would tell you that he has championship syndrome? I mean, the dude wore a Viking hat and flip-flops to a press conference. Come on, man. I, I get where you're coming from because especially for the first one... But man, we sat here, we sat here and talked about it and go, man, if he can get the monkey off of his back, he's gonna be really dangerous outdoors. And I think that's all it's gonna take. I think don't get me wrong, I think he's gonna be a top five dude all year. I really do. Only top five? I'm, I'm gonna say top five dude. Oh man. Look, there are a lot of really good names there are, to go here, man. There are, but really, man really, really good names to go here. Okay, I'll put it this way. Look at what happened when AP did win motos last year. He won it by twenty seconds. Yep. And that's really, I don't know, man. I just, I can't get over this fact that he got the monkey off of his back. I'll just go, okay, so here's where I'll put it. I'll put it in top five, mm -hmm. trending towards a majority of podiums, but. I think he's a championship contender. I I think he'll be in the mix for sure. How much in the mix? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Sure. I don't know. That, that's, this is where you and I are going to differ on okay. this one because right. I know you're, you're, you're on that train driving mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, I don't 
Okay, let me ask you this then. Here's the hardest thing is that we have two past outdoor champions mm-hmm. in the class. And a couple other guys that are really real, good. Really good at just getting photo wins. Yes. Okay, so let me ask you this. If AP gets through the first, okay, now I will say the halfway point because that's just an easy marker to put it at. If he gets through the halfway point and he's in the top three in the points, will your opinion change? He'll yeah, he'll then be a so title. Like, say he's uh, second in the points by Red Bud. Yeah, then he'll be a major title contender okay. for sure. Okay, that's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. But yeah, let's get through the first six rounds here and get, get some more data on okay. that and see where we're at. So. I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. All right, cool. Yeah. Look at us making progress here in our relationship. This is well, great. We got a, we, we we got got a ways to go. Though, yeah, so. we got a few. Let's, so. let's move on. Next all right, team. let's move on. Next team. This is a big team. Yes, it is. Red Bull, Troy Lee, KTM. Five dudes, huh? Yeah, with a possible rookie. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Is Bulk for sure riding? Everything I've heard, he'll be at Hangtown. Everything I've heard, he will be at Hangtown. Thoughts on how he's going to do. Let's start with Hangtown. Quick thought, finish, and then uh, overall for the year. Hangtown, because he is, uh, I mean, he's got that track down like the back of his hand. He's a Southern California kid. Hangtown, it wouldn't surprise me if he comes out and gets top ten. He's very fast. Okay. Yep. Falk is a very naturally talented kid, but when you watch him ride, he's not, he doesn't have the greatest technique. So he's one of those kids that he can rely on his intuition. You know, here, I'm going to put the load to this part of the chassis to get the bike to straighten out or knowing when to transition weight. But it's not one of those things that he does it right away because he doesn't have great technique. So he's always kind of compensating, but he's very fast. I mean, he's, you know, he's been a top three kid at Amateur Nationals the last couple of years. He beat Justin Cooper a couple times last year. But I think he's going to be one of those kids that when he starts getting into the grind of doing this, like this is my job now, he's probably going to go through the rookie lull. He's probably going to, you know, start hitting a wall halfway. It's hard, though. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, you're, no, I agree. I agree. So I have big expectations for Falk. I'll put him in the same thing as Justin Cooper for the first couple rounds. He'll be top 15 every round, I think. Okay. But then you start getting into it's plus. When you start getting East Coast and you're talking about 95, 100 degree weather, yeah. he might start sh- melting. Yes, he might literally melt. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> just melt, dude. That's what I'm going to play when these kids start melting. But he's smooth, though. So he's smooth. Yeah. You, when you watch Mitchell Falk ride, he's he's very fun to watch ride. Okay. How does Cantrell do in his sophomore season here outdoors? <sighs> dude, I don't know. His Supercross season was okay, but Sean Cantrell scares me every time I watch him ride. How many times during East Coast did you watch him go through whoop section? You're like, oh, no! Oh God! I don't know, man. I mean, he did decent last year, but what was his best finish after Hangtown? Like fourteenth, sixteenth. Yeah, Hangtown, he was up front, and everybody was like, "Ooh, but he here knows we go. the track but, like yeah. the back of his hand." Well, and like they say, all these rookies come in and they've been just grinding oh, outdoors yeah. for mm-hmm. months. So, yeah, I put him in the, I put him in the top twenty. Okay, but um, you know, with maybe some flashes. But uh, like the California rounds, yeah. But I, I gotta get through, you know, more of it and okay. not to see really where I think he stacks up. I'll agree with that. So now let's shit on Shane a little bit here. I think what do you got is, for him? This is gonna be a good season for him, man. Oh, I'm really boy. confident. I'm not trying to be the dickhead and shit on him. I think this is gonna be a good season, dude. I really do. I think that granted Supercross didn't go great. He got a couple wins, man. I just. I don't know, maybe because I really like Shane and I really love watching the dude ride and he's been so close every year at Muddy Creek to getting a moto win. You know, two straight years, he just passed on like the last two laps. Um, I think he's going to have a good season. I think that he'll be a consistent top 10 guy and uh, it really wouldn't shock, it would shock me if he wasn't up front more often than not. Do you think he wins 
at any point this year? Well, I guess I'll just a get mo- to it now. We'll just say a moto. Does he win a moto? I think he does. I think he, he does. One moto. Yeah, I know we're going to get to that before we pick our title contenders who we think is going to win, but I think he does. Okay. I think he gets moto win. I think, honestly, I think depending on how his starts look, I think he might get a few. I don't think he's going to get more than two, but I think he could get one or two wins. Yes, I do. I just... I, at some point, I, as good as he is, he's got to be able to put it all together. I don't know. I don't think he does. You don't think so? I don't think he gets a win. Nope. How do you think uh, everything else, though? I think he's in. I think he's a top ten dude. Okay. But I think he's smoother in Supercross and mm-hmm. likes that a lot better than outdoors. Um. So yeah, I don't. Do I mean, the, top five? the guy is good. Yeah, I, I could see him getting a top five, and I could see him even you know knocking on a podium here and mm-hmm. there. Um. Especially once we get deep in the summer, if he stays healthy and you get a bunch of injuries, but, I, dude, I. There's just too many names now, man. There well, really is. And he is going back to the Baker compound like they always do yeah. on the Middle East Coast. So, Which um, will help. But. Yeah. Um, okay, so next up, let's go to A-Mart. What do you got on the troll train here? Oh, man. I don't know, dude. I'll let you go. I think you're more of an Alex Martin guy. I'm not saying you are. I'm, uh, Alex, Alex Martin, Martin, I think, does get a moto win this year. Finally. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, but I think he does get one. Um, it eluded him last year. Uh, and I also think he is a a top ten dude, mm-hmm. but trending more towards top fives and podiums oh, throughout the year. I yeah. think, dude. I mean, so uh, obviously I've been watching Hangtown mm-hmm. here to try to like get a feel for outdoors and stuff again, man. And he looked really good at Hangtown last year. And again, here we are. Same thing as last year. He got hurt mm-hmm. and spent a bunch of time t- training for outdoors instead of going back to Supercross. Well, look how long he was second in the points last year until yeah. he got hurt. And then he had it for like a couple rounds be- after he got hurt. Yeah, so I, like I said, I think he's in the top ten every single week guaranteed. I think he trends real heavy top five to podium dude. Okay. And I think he does pull out at least one moto win. If not a couple throughout well, if the year. If you ask Mathis, he's going to be the 2018 champion. Well, <laughs> I'm not that far on the troll. No, 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 no. I'm driving the, the Wacko Zacko Express, but yeah, whatever. I think Amart's going to be good. I think that he's probably going to do what he does every year. We're going to do the same thing, except to a lesser extent that we do with Mikel Rath. Forget how good he really is. Mm-hmm. He's going to fly underneath the radar, get a bunch of podiums and stuff. I don't think he's going to fly underneath the radar. I think in Hangtown, all of a sudden, everybody's going to go, shit, we forgot about yeah, Amart. Yeah, oh, dude, I was doing the same thing before we were doing this. I was going through all of it, and I was like, who am I missing? Oh. Yep. I think he's going to do the same thing he always does. He's going to fly underneath the radar. He's going to get podiums, top fives, and just keep himself in the discussion because he's so consistent. Yep. But, once again, it's it's one of those things that last year he got shit starts and he didn't know really when to push, so he had a lot left in the tank, and by the time he you know got to the front, the leaders were gone. Or, the exact opposite, a few times, a la Thunder Valley and High Point, ripped a start, sprinted too hard and then hit the wall 25 minutes in and then got caught and dropped so it's like you don't really know where amart's head's gonna be but at some point you got to figure he's got to get a win here soon because it's eluded him for a while yeah um i will say that he will be a i feel like i'm disrespecting him but a top 10 guy where he's more top five than not but man once again you just you don't know where amart's head is a lot of the time Mm -hmm. where okay do i push now or do i settle in what do i do and until I think until he wins, I can't say anything otherwise because he just every year he's he's not flashy, you know. You know he's fast, you know he's yeah. good, but it's like man, you know, there's still a couple other guys. Like I, I can't see him beating AP more often than not this year. No, I really can't. So probably it's like, not. So well, and then Jordan Smith. I mean, we didn't really get to see him a lot last year because he was no. hurt. He hurt himself in Vegas. So well, he wrote for Geico though. He was good. Yeah. 
But I also just heard that, you know, my boy put the beat down on him at the practice tracks, and so it's like... Yeah, so it's like, where do you... I mean, I put him in the top ten yeah, oh yeah. without an issue. Oh, yeah. But then it's like, I don't think he gets a moto win. Do you think he gets top five? Top fives? At all? I think he I think he can get in there, especially, like I said, if he, if he can stay... You know, and, and all this is based on, well, can they go without injuries and, mm-hmm. you know, other guys getting hurt, then, yeah, I think, I think he can get in there, but... Man, for the most part, I see him. You know, maybe a couple overall podiums okay. at best, but I don't. I don't see him winning and stuff. I just. I mean, maybe he'll surprise us. I don't think he wins. But I don't think he wins either. That's that's what I got for him. So. All right. Well, I I can agree with that. Okay. Good. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Charlie before. Okay. Cool. We'll move on. So now we're moving on. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, I love this team. This is our team, dude. Well, yeah. Well, other than this guy, it's our team. Mostly. Yeah. So, Geico Honda. Man, they got a strong lineup, in my opinion. Let's start with the weak link. McAdoo? Or Hampshire, take your. Ooh, I can't say Hampshire, man. Not after some of the motos he put in last year when his bike didn't grenade. He can't stay off the ground. Okay, last year, let's be real. It wasn't that. It was more of the bike kept well, blowing yes, up that on him. Is also a thing, yes. Yes, his bike kept. Well, look what he was doing at Southwick. Yes, he hit the ground, but before that, he was top five almost every moto, and then his bike would grenade twenty minutes in. Yeah, so let's start with McAdoo because McAdoo's hurt right now. When does he come back? Um, I've heard East Coast. So probably high point or Southwick. So that kid might get to ride a Geico bike before he, you know, yeah, retires. Yeah, before his contract's up. Um, dude, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. He's in the top twenty. We'll put it that way. I mean, the kid's a machine as far as fitness goes. So I know he won't fade that bad. But we had I mean, so much hope for this kid. We did. Oh, we were really, we were actually really hyped on that train last year when he got into, or was it two years ago last year? No, it was last year when he when he got on the Geico, and now here we are, and we're like, well, shit. I think that if he can stay off the ground, he should be top fifteen every moto. But Cam, dude, you gotta, you gotta get, get your, your shit together, bro. You gotta get your mental game strong, bro, because you hit the deck more than a fucking maybe, PW rider. Maybe call your boy AP, get his mental coach over there, help you out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, all right. So Hampshire. I got a lot of I got a lot of hope for Hampshire. I didn't think he was coming back as soon. Like he's going he's been to town, right? Dude, he's been on a bike for a month now. Yeah, yeah, I did. I thought he was gonna be out until like June with that back injury no, or whatever yeah. from Daytona, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, he's riding, and they're like, oh, he's gonna be at Hangtown. I'm like, oh, okay. So where do you put him for the? Dude, well, like I said, when his bike didn't grant, he was top five every moto last year until his bike yeah. would let go. Um, man, you know, you got to give the kid respect because I think he's finally starting to put it together. Yes, he did hit the ground quite a few times last year, but more, it was more on the bike letting go. You got to think that he's going to be a top, t- and I feel like we're doing the same thing we did last year. All these guys are going to get top tens, and, you know, somebody called us out on this later. You got, like, 50 guys getting top tens. Uh, I think he will yes, be yes, top, t- I think he will be top ten every moto, and I think that he will get podiums. I'm not going to say he's going to get a win, but I think he will get podiums because I think that he is finally realizing that this is time to shit or get off the pot. Because I think that if he has another bad year, I know he got that win at the USGP, but I think if he has another bad year, people are going to be starting to go, man, was this kid really worth all the time? Yep. So I think that top 10 every moto, unless it's bike grenades, with a couple podiums. I'll agree with that. Which is weird because I feel like I'm skipping over the top five part, but I think that's where RJ is. I think he's either 10th, or he's freaking killing it. Yes. So I don't know if he really has an in-between button. <laughs> Probably not. That was the easy. Bike, the bike either bike either blows up 
or he wins. There he's there you go. Exactly. James Stewart stands. Here we Exa- go. Exactly. Um, okay, Ooh. Chase Sexton. No, I'll let you go. We're both on the Chase Sexton train, but you can go. I'm good. Okay, so here. I mean, this probably won't shock you. Might shock some of you out there. I'm going to put Sexton as a top five dude all year. So top five points at the end of the season? Yes. Dude, I can't disagree, honestly. I'm, I'm going to. I really as can't. well as he rode Supercross... And as good as he is outdoors, and we know how good he is outdoors because we saw him ride a lot of outdoors because he's from Illinois, so he's mm-hmm. close to us. Sexton Dude, is a beast. He's a beast. They were. Did you listen to the Pulp Show where they had AC on there? No, but I heard, talking it, was good, about I heard it was a good show. Oh, it was hilarious. It was awesome. But he was talking about Sexton, and he's like, Dude, that kid's probably still riding today, to be real honest with you. He doesn't he's get probably, tired. He's probably rode four 40-minute motos, and he's probably still riding because he's like, I, I don't have anything else to do. I might as well ride. Well, he was also, he's been, not that it really matters, but during Supercross, he was riding at the Reed Compound, so maybe yeah. that's another place for him to go other than, you know, uh, the yep. nest. Yep. So, oh, yeah, dude. I, I, I can agree. I don't. It's hard for me because I think that he, his speed, overall speed, is top five every race. But it's like you almost feel because he hasn't been able to – he finally got through a full Supercross season without yep. breaking his femur. <laughs> so it's like you almost feel like yep. he's got to get through a full outdoor season because he still hasn't been able to do a full season yet. Was without, he, did he go through the whole season? Like he, missed a, he missed like one or two rounds oh. because he got hurt. Oh. But I think that if he can prove it, I think that you got to start thinking that Sexton is the next big thing. I will say – that I think he's going to be a top five guy most of the year, but I don't know if I could put him top five in the points because I still think he's going to have those moments where it's like, okay, you know what, he still is a young kid. Hmm. But Sexton, man, he's just, dude, when he's on it, he's on, and it still surprises me that he didn't get a win in Supercross. Yeah, a little bit. So, all right, let's move on to your boy here. This is my boy, well, one of two, well, one of three in this class. Okay, well, go ahead. Dude, it's J-Mart. Come on, bro. He's finally got that bike dialed in, had his best Supercross season in a long time. Should have won three races, but had, you know, should have, could have won the issue in Foxborough, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, dude, he, if anybody says J-Mart's not a title contender, they're smoking crack. I'm not going to argue that. I mean, dude, he, and you know what? Last year, I truly believe that he was probably the only guy that was going to be, and I know that the points said otherwise because Zacho won by like whatever he won. 100 points. Yeah, or some crap. Yeah, because he la- he wrapped it up at Bud's Creek. He yep. wrapped up the championship. Um, Jamar, in my opinion, like, dude, this is just, he's training with Tomac. I don't know if that's the greatest thing for your mental status because, you know, Tomac has proven that he's not great at that. But, dude, Jamar, you, you got to think that he's going to be the other guy that's battling for a championship this year. Yes. Because I think, honestly, I don't care what anybody says, and I know we'll get into it probably even now. I think when he's on, I don't think there's anybody that's faster than him in the class. A straight-up outright speed. Now, once again, that's different for putting a whole moto together. Yeah. But we saw what happened when J-Mart did put a moto together last year. Yeah. He beat everybody, yeah. including Zacho. Now, once again, it didn't matter because Zacho won the championship. But that bike is finally dialed in. The motor package is better than last year, so hopefully it starts a little more on point. And he's just, I don't know, man, he's doing his thing. And I think that he's got a lot to build off where last year... He didn't even finish Supercross, so it's like, oh, I just, you know, had a bad season, and now I'm going straight into the outdoors. Not yep. really a lot to build on. Yep. No, I, dude, I think he wins multiple races, overalls and motos, mm-hmm. and like I said, title contender, none of that I'm going to argue with. Mm-hmm. So, okay, cool. Can we move on then? Yeah, sure. Oh, well, that was short. Well, we'll probably argue on the last one. Well, so. yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> We're going to do the rest of the show, and then the Husky show is going to be separate. Hey, like last year. 
Okay. Yeah, well, that was in four fifties. I know, but still. Scene six, take one, three, two, one, and... All right, pro circuit. You want to start off with the Rook? We'll Might go as well start with the Rook. Forkner and then Savachi. The Rook, Forkner, and then the Choke Artist. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Dude, March Banks. I've been pumping this train for a while now, man. He is the next big thing. He's pretty good? He's literally been groomed at pro circuit because I worked, I worked for a lot of guys that raced with him all through the amateurs. He's been, been getting groomed since the 9 to 11 days when he was winning Loretta's titles, you know, right as he jumped on an 85. This kid is the real deal, guys. He is the next big thing. I know we talk about Sexton and Forkner, but March Banks has the possibility that if he can stay healthy, he will he will exceed all of them when it comes down to titles or moto wins, whatever you want to call it. The kid's just smooth, dude. The kid's racecraft, I think he's like 17 or 18. I haven't seen a kid... This mentally sound and it won with the bike where it's an extension of him probably since the James Stewart days. He doesn't ride anything like James Stewart. I'm not comparing them on that aspect of it, but just overall racecraft and the mental ability to not let things bother him where he doesn't have these highs and lows where if he gets down in the dumps, he starts questioning his, you know, his mental side of things, his technique, his work, you know, his training program, or he gets too high where he starts getting complacent and think he doesn't have to work hard anymore. This kid is the real deal. And I know a lot of people say, well, oh, you know, because he had a tendency as an amateur to not show up at certain races. Mm -hmm. Well, let me give you some stats for you guys. Through four or five amateur nationals so far that they've had this year, uh, his average moto win was by 22 seconds. I mean, he stomped everybody's ass. So I am very high in the March Banks train. I don't know where I'm going to put him uh, overall and moto to moto basis because he is a rookie and I don't want to overhype him, but I don't want to undersell him. But I'll just put it this way: uh, before AC got hurt, and I know that this is just a practice track, but let's be real: when you're a rookie riding against somebody like AC and Savachi and Forkner, you don't want the rook to show you up. March Banks was giving AC everything it could handle and then some, and even passing him quite a bit of times when they were doing motos together. Before AC, you know, just decided, hey man, my knee can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. So March Banks is the real deal, guys. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if he comes out of Hangtown and pulls a Tomac and wins. I'll say that right now. That'd be cool. It would not surprise me. I'm not saying that's what he's going to do, but it's not going to be one of those things where if he comes out and wins, I'm like, oh, crap, didn't see that coming. Because he's that good. I saw him ride a few weeks ago in Grand Rapids. Looked really good. Oh. Uh, At the arena cross. He was there? Yeah, he came up with him. I'm pretty sure it was him. Oh, I think you're thinking of Lance Colbush. Was it a Monster Energy 99? Oh, maybe it was. It was Cobush. Co Co no. If it was 99, it was Cobush. March Banks remember. is 182. I don't remember. We'd have to go back and watch, yeah, We'd have have to watch the Arena Cross videos. Yeah, I can't remember which one. Maybe it was Cobush. It might have yeah, been. Because he came up with Alverson in them. So. Oh, yeah, it was definitely Cobush. Yeah, Mark so never mind. Anyway, I've seen this kid ride, though, too. I mean, it's, uh, not like I haven't been you know, around. So, mm. yeah, no. I, okay. He's good. Okay, he's good. good. All right, Forkner. Go ahead. I just gave this long soliloquy on March Bank, so you can... How healthy is Forkner? I, I don't think he's going to be fully healthy in South Thunder Valley, to be honest with you. Great. So I put him in then probably the uh, top 10, 10 to 15 here, struggle bus in the first few rounds. If he gets himself, if he races himself back healthy and does it sure. right, then I put him in the uh, in the top 10 for the rest okay. of the year, maybe, maybe winning a moto or two. Okay. Maybe. Um... But, He's just got to prove he can stay off the ground. Yep. I mean, he had his best. He's only been in for two years, but I mean, look, you know, look what he was doing in Supercross. Yep. Never getting a win. Well, he's got wins outdoors. Yep. I will uh, reserve judgment on that because of the fact that we really don't know how healthy he's going to be. Okay. I mean, like I was telling you, I was seeing Instagram pictures of his 
hand, a riding blister where half of his hand was missing. So it's going to be a struggle. I think that if you were a betting man, I think it would be you would bet on the fact that he's going to be a top five guy. But because once again he has proven that he cannot stay off the ground, yeah, it's really hard to uh, say where he's going to be at the end of the year. Yeah, I think if he can stay on two wheels, we know he can win. And speaking of not staying off the ground, Sabachi didn't. Joey Sabachi, dude, come on, bro. You think he's going to lead the points to Red Bud and then smack his head against the ground again and not be able to race? Or I, I wouldn't be laughing at that, but that would just that would be funny to me because like wouldn't expect that to happen. I mean, I think he puts in good rides, but I don't think he. He might win one. Okay, okay. So here we're gonna have the big first. No. We're gonna have the first big disagreement. I'm not saying Joey Savacci's gonna win the championship. I'm not saying that. Thank you. But you we're are completely disrespecting him right now when you say he might get a moto win, dude. How many times have I told you he got back to back moto wins last year and you whomped on everybody when he did it. How can you dude, say one moto there's win? There's just too many people on the list, man. And he's beat all of them. Well, he has. What did he do last year? He had the second most moto wins last year. Okay. So how are you going to think that things are going to change? All right, fine. Maybe he'll win two. Dude! Okay, I don't... Okay. He can't keep it off the ground, man. Come on. Savachi Syndrome. We've been over this a hundred times. That's for the championship, though. Uh, we're talking about moto wins. If we're talking the championship, I can't disagree with you, but we're not talking the championship. All right, fine. He'll win a few, dude. Whatever. And he'll, he'll be in the top ten all the time. But, I, dude, I think he just chokes it away. He's going to go into the class, a la Cole Seeley, the big bike class next mm -hmm. year, with no titles. Okay. Because I don't see him winning this at all. Okay. There's, there is... Of the chances I give him, 5% to win this title. Well, that's a little disrespectful again, too. How many do... Dude, you think... No. How is that disrespectful? Because before last year, he Two-time champ. Hold on, hold on. Champ. Hold on, hold on. Hold All on. these other hold dudes. On, hold on, hold on. Last year, at the halfway mark, he was sitting in, like, eighth or ninth in the points or whatever it was, and then put on a... Put on a few rounds that we haven't seen in a long time, and literally before he got hurt at Bud's Creek, would have been second in the points. I'm just not high on this kid. Like, I'm not saying championship. Not. That's fine. That's fine. We're championship. We're not arguing championship because I'm not arguing that this year like I was last year. I don't even think I argued for him for a championship. I think I said J Mark last year. But the fact of the moto wins. That okay, but here's what I'm saying. How many times is he going to get beat down and throw titles away and all everything? And be able to mentally keep coming back from it. Well, he's been doing it for a while now. Like, so, like, like he's like he is the guy. Like, dude, at some point that's gonna take its toll. You're gonna have fucking idiots like us talking shit about you, like I am right now. And there's a hundred thousand of them out there that are doing it guaranteed. And I know he's not on every social media post and probably doesn't even know who the hell we are, and we'll never ever see this video. Mm -hmm. But still, at some point, some of that stuff's gonna get back. People are gonna go through, dude. We know how these people are at the at the races. They're gonna get drunked up. They're gonna go through the line. There's gonna be some assholes there saying, "Hey, man, you suck. Like, when are you gonna win a title? Because you can't seem to do it." Type stuff. Well, and at to... some point, I mean, dude, that's gonna mentally get to you, and you're really gonna be screwed then. Because not only are you not winning the title, and you're throwing stuff away like that, then all of a sudden you've got everyone telling you you're not. I mean, at some point it's gonna break you. It's just going to. But he does train at the Carmichael compound. Well, he does do that, yes. So you're talking about probably the most mentally strongest guy we've ever seen ride a dirt bike. So, well, I yes, mean, that's also a I know what you're saying, but I just, I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying he's going to win a championship because I'm, but I'll tell you right now, speed for speed, if he's on, the only guys that I can honestly see in the class beating him is J Mark. Yeah. He's on. I mean, I'm not going to go out here and say, like, oh, he's a 15th to 20th place dude because that's really, that's just pushing the last way too far down there. But, dude, I, dude, I don't see him doing a lot of big big things i don't 
I don't. I think he's got something in the works for his 450 deal for next well, he's year. Well, going to be on the factory team. Probably, yes. And so he's got that wrapped up. And so he's going to go out and just be like, you know what? I already got this done. Let's just not get hurt so we can go in there healthy and do. I don't know, man. I don't know if Joey's like that, to be honest with you. Do you I, don't think I, he, I think he wants to win. I don't think he. I don't think he thinks I mean, like that. I mean, maybe I give the guy credit because out of all of the dudes we're talking about here, mm-hmm. pretty much, he's one of the few that gets on the podium and blames himself. Well, yeah, it takes accountability. For yeah. His actions. So I give him credit for that. That's great. But man, dude, he just. I don't know. I. I don't. I don't see. And you know where the mental side really comes in when he makes these dumb fucking mistakes that we've seen him do over and over again, mm-hmm. like cutting the track. Oh, well, obviously, with outdoors and stuff, he's never done that. He's done that well, in Supercross yeah, two years. But I'm just but saying, yeah. that, but, but, but that just is the mental thing of it's like, dude, how many times are you going to make these stupid mistakes in the middle of a race? So let me ask you, know? you a question then, because you're thinking all that, and once again, I, I'm not disagreeing with you on the championship thing. The wins, I completely disagree. But what happens if he just goes out and does what he did last year and surprises us all and comes from, like, eighth in the points and ends up getting second? Well, great, but he still didn't win a title. No, no, no. That, I mean, but see that. But see, that's the thing, though. I don't think, I don't think a lot of people are pegging him for a title other than himself. So it's not like Mitch is saying, "Hey, man, yes, he wants him to win a title." But all these team managers also have real realistic expectations. Just like I never thought AC was going to win a title this year had he not gotten hurt. But my point is, is that okay? He didn't win a title, but once again, very few guys do. But you're saying that this is all going to happen, and I'm saying, well, look what he did last year. If we were arguing for a championship, I would have no room. And I'd have no maybe, leg to stand And maybe up. he does. Maybe he brings a second half season, you know. Which he's done the past couple years. And, you know, whatever. Well, he, he did, did it. He didn't do it 16. He did it in 15, and then he did it last year. 16, he did, he did a first half streak yes. and then floundered it. 17. Okay, so let me say hypothetical then. What happens if he actually does do what he did in 16? But except is actually be able to put it all together. Because of the fact that he, I think, I, I think other than Osborne, J-Mart is different because I think J-Mart is one of those guys that everything has to work for him right away, whereas Osborne has proven that he's mentally strong, whereas Savachi proven mentally strong but, you know, makes dumb decisions. But I think Savachi is the one guy in the class that if he gets on a roll like he did last year and it's early, the only thing that's going to keep him from winning a title is his own doing. Like, I'll tell you this right now. I would be so confident to say that if Savachi has the points lead by the halfway point and hasn't hit the deck yet, the championship is his. Oof, that's bold. It, hot, hot take. It's a hot take, but I'm not. See, I'm not saying. But he's dude, going to do I it don't though. see him beating J. Martin Osborne. I don't see it. But I he did don't, last year. I don't see it. But he did last year. I do. Yeah, but I, dude, I don't see it. Not for the whole year. I don't see it. I, okay. I cannot. Okay. I cannot visually picture and that see, in my mind because these two are way too mentally strong, fast, mm-hmm. and good to get beat by him. I don't. I don't see. Okay. It. And see, that's the thing. We're not arguing for a championship because I'm not saying he's yes. going to win a championship. We're just arguing. I think where we differ is that you think he might get one moto win, whereas I say is, well, last year he got quite a few. Yeah. So, so uh, we'll see. All right, let's move on to the last one so we can argue one more time. <laughs> okay, so here we are, Rockstar Husky team. All right, Jordan Bailey, you talk about him because I have no idea. Kid's a head case. 
Great. So this will be fun. Now, he's literally one of those kids. I have, once again, this is kind of like with March Banks and Mitchell Falk and all them and Enzo Lopes. I've watched Jordan Bailey since the 65 days. He's a very talented kid. Was actually supposed to be, when he moved into the B class and won uh, Loretta's titles, he was supposed to be the next big thing. And then kind of March Banks took that away from him because Bailey, I think, is like a year older than him. But Bailey is one of those kids where if he comes to the track, his mind's right, the bike's right, he's got the track dialed in, he's connecting things smooth, his technique is on, he's going to be good for the whole entire day. But on the other end of the spectrum, he's one of those kids that if the bike's not working well and he's got a dial in his chassis or he's not feeling the track or his mind's not right, it's going to be the struggle bus the whole entire day. Now, the one thing I'll say about Bailey is, is he's supposed to be going pro at Hangtown. That might get pushed back. I don't know. I've heard Hangtown, but we all know how this works in the industry. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, say things, don't do them. Bailey is one of those kids that I will say that on his on days, he could hover around the top 12. On his off days, he might be 24th. <laughs> great. Yeah. So he's we're all over the board. Yeah, he's literally like a half and half kid. He'd be, he'd be first or last. All right, great. No, that's pretty much what Jordan Bailey's career has been as an amateur. He either wins or he's on the ground and pulls off. Awesome. Yep. All right. Uh, Moseman. Josh, Michael? Michael. Michael. Josh, Josh is around the 450 one. class. Yes. Okay. So Michael Moseman, I don't know what you think. Well, when he before he got hurt last year, he was riding good, but that was once again it was kind of like a Sean Cantrell thing. I think that uh, Mosman just needs to work on getting through the year. I think that's that's all. I think that's a good yeah. Just get through the year because I mean he struggled getting into Supercross period mm -hmm. and then had some okay rides at Supercross, but just get through the year, man. That's yep. all I'll say. I won't give any predictions. I just say get through the year. Yeah, pretty. And then we'll talk about it next year. All right, your boy Mitchell Harrison here. Well, unfortunately for Mitchell, uh, he just had he just went down at Paula. Uh, I found this out uh, two days ago or whatever it was. He has an AC separation, so he's going to be compensating for the first round. But uh, before he went down, uh, Jordan Smith was uh, trying to pace him and was not making it happen. So if that's any indication of where you guys think Jordan Smith, where we said it, Mitchell's my guy though. He's uh, he got a one year contract with Rockstar Husky. He's got to put it in, you know, put in good results. Uh, top eight in points in Supercross again for the second straight year. Uh, as many of you know, if you watched All Outdoors last year, other than two motos, Mitchell was never outside the top ten because he's just that consistent. Uh, got a second place at Redbud at his home track. Led, actually closed the gap back on Zacco, and maybe if he had another lap, might have made something happen. I think Mitchell's going to be one of those kids. He's probably going to do the same thing he did last year, top ten every moto, and I truly believe that this year he's going to get a he's going to get top fives. He's going to get top fives. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean... Maybe he sneaks a win in Redbud. He might, dude. With the way he rode, like, yeah. last year, I mean, let's be real. Like, he let... After Amar went down, but he was facing Amar, he led most of that moto after yeah. Amar went down. So it's like, you know, and he's... And he... And I already talked to Brian. Once they go East Coast, he is going back to the Baker compound for the summer. Okay. So he will be back at the Baker compound training with all those guys and stuff. So uh, I expect another top 10 in points. Dude... The thing about Mitchell compared to all these guys is, is maybe I'm not on a hot lap. He's as fast as some of these guys. But the difference with Mitchell is, is he doesn't get tired. And unlike his Supercross season, he didn't make a lot of mistakes last year in outdoors. Mm -hmm. Like, if, when he got into, like if he got into seventh, he was going to stay in seventh or go move forward pretty much the whole entire time. Yep. So I think that he'll be top ten in points. And I think he's going to get quite a few top fives when they go back East Coast and maybe even a win at Redbud. I really do. Sure. I think it's a possibility for him. Sure. He surprised a lot of people last year. Yep. So, now I'm your boy. You want to talk about the 2018 Outdoor Champ now or what? Oh, dude? whatever, dude. Whatever, bro. Okay. You just, whatever. <laughs> where's my, where's my little white tablecloth and my cup of coffee with my sign that says 2018 Outdoor 250 Champ. Change my mind. 
Go ahead, no, change no. my mind. Dude, it doesn't, okay, it doesn't really matter what I say because I have, we've had so many of these conversations <laughs> on group text and you never, you got, you sure, know, So should we cut this short and just be like, well, I think he's going to be the champ and you don't? And then, you no, got this great, fascination for Zach Osborne. Like, I get it. He's the defending champ. He Bro, won. I'm an old dude like him. I want this to happen. Yeah, well, you know what? Supercross wasn't easy for him, and it's very arguable. Had some guys not got hurt, he might not want to win that title. But that's the key. Had some guys not got not uh, not got hurt, mm -hmm. Jason Anderson probably wouldn't have won his title either. But, well, hey, here we are. That, here we are. That's debatable. Here we are. Okay, so... So, anyway... Dude, I think he wins the title again. You gonna expand on that? You think Jam you think he's a hundred points worse than last year? What? J Mart? No, Osborne. He's a hundred points worse than last year. He beat J Mart by a hundred points. J Mart was not J Mart last year, though. And I and I know that Mathis made the same argument, but if anybody is it's really a positive the, argument. I it mean, is a positive argument, so I'll give you I'll give you the other side of that argument. Was J Mart 100% last year? Was that the Jeremy Martin we had seen for three straight years? I don't know. He rode pretty fucking good in a lot of motors, <laughs> man. Dude, at Washougal, he got an eighth place start and stayed in eighth the whole entire race. Maybe that's just the new way it is. I don't know, man. I, here's what I'm saying is that. Who's a two time champion in outdoors? Jeremy Martin. Jeremy Martin. How many times has Zach Osborne won an outdoor title? One time. Once. Okay, so. Osborne's got more titles, though. Well, yeah, he's got, he's got Supercross titles. Got he doesn't have more outdoor titles. Yeah, but he's got three titles. Okay, that's fine. So did Cooper Webb, and look what happened to Cooper Webb. We're yeah. not going to get into that. Yeah, but that's 450s, too. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're getting off track here. Okay, so my point to all this is is that if you honestly believe that that was the Jeremy Mar so you're So by that logic, you're saying that Zach Osborne would have yarded 2016 Cooper Webb. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. And I'm saying there's no fucking way in hell because know. Zach Osborne could not beat Jeffrey Hurlings on a 250. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like I know that all these people Eli say that Tomac couldn't beat Jeffrey Hurlings on a 450 last year. Either. No, he couldn't. But yeah, I mean, but Cooper I, Webb did beat Jeffrey Hurlings on a 250. Well, yeah, that's true. That's so that's my that's my point is is that if people honestly believe that Jeremy Martin that was the 100 percent Jeremy Martin from 2014 and 2015 and even 2016 before he got hurt. I'm sorry, guys. You you can you can debate this with me all day long. You're nuts. There's no freaking way you're gonna go from being a guy who 20 minutes in could have been 15th place and work your way all the way to the front. All of a sudden, you start in eighth place, but yet you can't make anything happen and move forward one spot in 35 minutes. Like, I'm sorry. There's no, there's nothing you can tell me that would win that argument. Like, it's just that bike, it was not dialed in for him. And I'm sorry, there's, Zach Osborne is not going to beat Jeremy Martin by 100 points this year. The no. only way that happens is... No, Jer I'm not going to say he's going to. So here's what I'm going to say. He's going to win the title. It's going to be a lot closer than last year. It's going to be a lot closer. Jeremy Martin is a different Jeremy Martin this year than he was last year. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a lot closer. But he's still going to win it. That's what I'm going to say. By how much? Dude, it could be by a point, but he's still going to win it. Do you actually believe it's going to be by a point? No. I don't think it's going to be quite that close. But I think it's going to go into Indiana this year. I don't think he wraps it early unless somebody gets hurt. So let me ask you this question then, because this is a new Jeremy Martin. Speed for speed, when they're on it, everything is rolling for him, which there was a few times last year that that happened, and Jeremy Martin got the better of better of Zach Osborne. So say J-Mart's on it, say Osborne's on it, say AP's on it, say Sabachi's on it, say all these guys are on it. After how Supercross went, when we clearly know Zach Osborne was not the fastest, you think that Zach Osborne is going to be able to pull those races out of his ass like he did last year? Yes. And he's going to be a full 100% Jeremy Martin and Aaron Plessinger when he wasn't even the fastest guy in Supercross? Yes. Why? Because when he came into Supercross, and if you listen to any of the interviews, I'll tell you, he fucked up his prep for Supercross. He was ready to go two weeks before Supercross started for him. Okay. So he wasn't 
he, he'll openly admit he wasn't on point for Supercross like he should have been. He was off in his timing. He, pe yeah. he peaked before he should have. So, okay, so he did that. But again, this is life. You go through learning phases, okay? So now we've learned that him and Alden can work together here, you know, mix up that magical potion that they're all drinking down there at the old baker's factory, well, maybe make some bread with it. It's only been working, you know, for one guy because the other and, guy left. And get it done by 10 to 20 points. 20 points? 10 to 20. Dude, okay. <laughs> you are really on the Zach Osborne Kool-Aid. Dude, wacko Zacho train. I'm driving. But once again, he was not, and I don't care what anybody says, oh, my prep was off. Dude, you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like excuses. I guess, sure. Because Zach Osborne dominated last year in 2016, or 2017, I'm sorry, dominated 2017, and then we even sat up here and talked about this at Foxborough with Jeremy Martin when he went out there and was still a second and a half off of Jeremy Martin, and he was slamming the handlebars. I'm sorry, when have you ever heard an Alden Baker guy not being ready for a season? I don't know, man. So I hear that as a bunch of excuses. I guess. So I'll tell you this right now. Zach Osborne is obviously going to be a title contender. Obviously. He's the defending champion, and I'm not going to be that disrespectful. But I'll tell you this right now, and I will stand by my comments at Fox, what we said after the Foxborough race. We saw a chink in Zach Osborne's armor that when he cannot match the pace of the guy that is faster than him, close, not like two tenths, three tenths, whatever. Everybody knows that they can make, make stuff up, you know, even with a simple chassis change. If he is way off the pace going into some of these races, like these motos, like say we get to Hangtown, and, and I know that Hangtown's not a good marker because everything's new, guys are still dialing things in. If we go into Hangtown, and I won't even say Jeremy Martin, I'll say Aaron Plessinger. Say Aaron Plessinger's a second and a half faster than Zach Osborne. Zach Osborne's not going to win that day. See, his last year, Zach Osborne, because I don't, he didn't really have a lot of fast qualifiers, I don't think, did he? Not that I remember. He was usually like second or third, but it was always sure. super close. So I'll say this. I say the days that if Zacho is off, I think we finally figured out what is the chink in his armor, and I don't think he wins those days. And not so much Plessinger, but I think Jeremy Martin, because this is a different Jeremy Martin and this is a new bike and they got it dialed, I think that Jeremy Martin's going to know how to capitalize on that. And I think that that is going to be the difference from last year. But what do you think his bad days are going to be? Is he going to be second, third, fifth? I mean... I think Zach Osborne's bad, like, when everybody's on it, or just a bad day for Yeah, him. let's say everybody's on it and he's having a bad day. Oh, if he's if he's having a bad day and everybody's on it, he'll still he'll still be like third or fourth. Okay. But I think the difference is compared to last year, he was so sneaky. Like nobody expected that coming, and I don't think that anybody knew how to deal with what he was bringing to the table. That bike was dialed mentally. He was strong, and let's be real, Melville was a perfect example. He had the luck of the draw a few times where his bike didn't grenade when it should have. Mm -hmm. And that obviously helped. Now that you know, that's part of winning championships. You get a little bit lucky. Ricky Carmichael will tell you that. So I'm not gonna say I don't think. Honestly, I'll go out on a limb and say, other than a bad start, I don't think he ever gets outside the top five in a moto. Okay. So I'm giving him that respect, and he's obviously gonna be battling for a title. But I'm sorry, Jeremy Martin and Aaron Plessinger aren't the same guys they were last year. If they, I'll say this: if they're the same way they were last year, I would be agree with you. Zach Osborne's your 2018 champion. But Aaron Plessinger just won a title. Jeremy Martin had his best Supercross season in a long time. He's got stuff to build off. And if he is riding with Eli Tomac, I'm sorry, as much as I'm not a Tomac guy, I'd rather be riding with Eli Tomac than Marvin Muscan and 
whoever the hell Zach Osborne's riding with, because we know it ain't Jason Anderson. Yeah. Not Jason. So that's what I'll say. That's the that's the difference. I think that's the difference. And it'll be funny if if that's what it ends up being the difference for Jeremy Martin that he's riding with Eli. Sure. So title contender, obviously, I don't see him outside the top five in a moto, but I just think that the class is different this year. Mm-hmm. The class is different this year than it was last year. Yep. So I'll say that. Um, and I guess we get into Moto Wins because you already gave who you thought was going to win, and then I'll give my champion. Who do you think wins Motos this year? I know you named a few. J-Mart, Osborne. Okay. I think Savachi wins one. Okay. Um, I said Amart I thought would win one. Okay. Plessinger, I think, wins one or, you know, some whatever. Um, and, you know, what? I'm even going to give Forkner one. Okay. I think he's going to eke one out because he's got that stupid kid speed. <laughs> um, that's it, man. That's my six. I'm out. I After think J Mart, Osborne, AP, uh, Savachi, Sexton. I think Sexton wins one. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? I'll just I'll go with McElrath because I think I said because I'm pretty sure that I said I think he wins one. Which is funny, the fact that McElrath's going to win one before Amart's going to win. But, uh, so, my 2018 champion, uh, it's pretty obvious. I think it's it's got to be Jeremy Martin. How much does he win by? Oh, dude, I think it goes down. I agree. I think that if he if he wins, or no matter who wins, I think it's going down to Crawfordsville. Okay. I think it will literally go into... And let's put a caveat, barring injuries. Barring injury. I think that it will go down... I'll say the first moto. I don't think it goes down to the second moto. Because I think that something will, some weird shit will happen the first moto. Okay. But I think that it comes down to Jeremy Martin, Zach Osborne, and Aaron Plessinger. I'll just, I'll say that right now. Jeremy Martin is my champion. But I think those three, I think that they're going to Crawfordsville with a chance. With a chance. Okay. I I, I just do. I just do. So would you agree with that? That, that those, those are going to be the three? Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. Yeah. I would agree. Okay. I, and as we stated, yep. it wasn't to Crawfordsville. Yep. But I've got Zach Okay. And, that, and that's fine. Because I, I think most people would agree, and I know that the And that was where I get to the 20 points, because he said, like, oh, something weird could happen. That's where I get to the 20 points. Something weird happens. So, like, Osborne, he, yeah. yeah. so, like, he goes in, say he goes in with, like, a, a six-point lead, and something weird happens to those two, say they crash together or whatever mm-hmm. and don't finish that moto. Yep. And then he wins by 29 points or 31 points, whatever it is, type shit like that. But but that that's where I get it. It's not like he dominates okay. quite that much, but... I okay. think he wins. So, so then with all these guys that are going to win motos, though, because we didn't state overalls, do you think though that those three win the majority of the overalls? Yes. yes. With like some okay, some say random ones. Yeah. yeah, say Sexton wins a moto, but like Aaron Plessinger gets like a third and a second, yeah. or Osborne goes two two or some ridiculous shit. Yep. Okay, so I think we're all on the same page, and we'll find out. Some of the outdoor previews are coming out this week. Yep. Just like ours is. So I think that most people will agree that that's the three. Yep. So sweet. All right, cool. Awesome. So, yep. all right, cool. So that wraps up our uh, 250 preview show here. Another episode of the Moto Aftermath show presented by TLR Coatings. Uh, don't forget, subscribe, mm-hmm. uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, you can do Amazon links down below, Patreon donation, and buy t shirts off Teespring down there. And uh, like I said, make sure to follow us on Facebook too. Stop bagging on our music. <laughs> we'll change it for 2019, I promise. We don't have time for all that crap sometimes. Not yet. 2019. We'll, 2019. Get, some we'll get some new ones. Yeah. Uh, but make sure to follow us on Facebook because uh, well, we're going to at least Redbud. I don't know if we're going to anything else. We'll see MX how the summer goes. goes. Well, MX and Nations, too. So there will be different videos I'll put out there. Maybe we'll do a special show for MX and Nations. Are we going to... Um, uh, are we going to the qualifier at Redbud again? This the regional? Year? Yeah. That's in June. 
the regionals in yeah, June. Yeah, like, game. Yeah, I mean, we could go up there. So, yeah. So, anyway, we'll try to get some interviews for that race. It's going to be a big regional to sure. be stacked. Sure. Yeah, we can do something. You know, hopefully there's a few Michigan guys there. Oh, well, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, all right, cool. So, this has been another episode of the Motorbike Press Show. We will see you guys next week. Wrapping up Hangtown.